This is March for Our Lives DC. And this is the main event, right? This protest is happening all over the country. And in fact, several other countries are actually having March for Our Lives events as well. People here are calling for gun reform. And there's a lot of people here who are, who are also calling for things that don't necessarily have anything to do with guns, but it's a general, I would say, left-wing event. We're going to go in, interview some people, and figure out exactly what they think, and why they think it, and what they're hoping to accomplish. started, let me give a quick shout out to all of you guys. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button for new videos every day at 4 p.m. And you can go to patreon.com forward slash TimCast to become a patron and help support my work. When you become a patron, you allow me to travel on the ground and bring you videos every day, so please consider giving at whatever level you feel comfortable today to support my journalism. Hopefully the audio isn't so bad, but uh, do you want to just introduce yourself and explain what you guys are doing? Sure. Uh, my name is Pam Campos. I'm the executive director of Common Defense, and I'm here with several groups, Vets for Gun Reform, Common Defense, um, and other veterans that are just sick and tired of uh, corrupt politicians not doing their job. Um, so we're here to, to support the youth-led movement. That's been really so inspiring. What are you hoping today will accomplish? Action. I think uh, all of these folks coming out are sick and tired of inaction. I mean, how many mass shootings do we have to see in our nation, which we served uh, for something better? How many of them do we have to see until politicians finally put people over profits? Um, and I think also we're here to say that veterans are not political props. The NRA is an organization that betrays our values, right? And so we're here to have our own voice and to speak out um, in what we believe in. Are there any particular actions you're hoping to see Congress take? I mean, for many of us, I think we have handled weapons of war. We've been trained by the best. Um, and there is no conceivable reason why assault rifles uh, should be in the hands of folks that shouldn't have them, right? So we should have stricter gun laws. It's a, it's a no-brainer to, to have more regulation. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, assault rifles are actually illegal, though. What? Assault rifles, assault rifles have been almost entirely legal since 1986. Right. But what my point is, is that we should have more uh, regulations, right? We shouldn't... I've been at gun shows. I, I grew up and I built camaraderie with other veterans. I And I have armaments myself, right? I've been to knife and gun shows where people just uh, exchange armaments and money. Um, and it's really problematic. Cool. All right. Thank you very much. Great. Thank, thank you, you so much. You want to just tell me about your signs? Tell me what you're doing here? Sure. Um. As you pointed out, I have again because the first assault weapons ban expired out of political compromise and extreme stupidity years ago, and we're just now getting around to putting it back in place, hopefully, very soon. Maybe the next time we won't be so stupid and it will be permanent. A lot of the talk from the, the other side is that the assault weapons ban was limited and that it didn't wouldn't actually be effective. For instance... It but it, it was better than nothing. That's just a shallow argument. Any, it's just, any, um, any gun injuries that are prevented is good. It doesn't have to be perfect. We're perfectly happy with a bunch of small changes that are incremental that change things. And the argument that we have to prove everything 
everything in advance is baloney that we're not interested in engaging in anymore. We're not here because we were hoping that they'll talk to us about it. We're here because we want our elected officials to put meaningful gun regulations in place. We're not asking them, we're telling them. And yeah. if they tell us, yeah, now, not after they think about it, not after they fund research, now. And that's why I, my sign says what it is, is I want uh, this march to trigger a change in the role of guns in our culture. I want them to be uncool. I want people not to let their kids go to the houses of people who they know own guns. 78% of Americans do not own guns. And 3% own 50%. Of the guns. And why they are making the rules for all the rest of us and letting these awful things happen is unacceptable. And, and even many the mobilization. Even many gun owners want better, stronger regulations. The time we're, has come. They're drowned out. We're going to flip that strip, and we thank the kids for making this happen. So, but there are rural areas that don't have access to, say, police departments or sheriffs or anything like that. Do they need AR-15s? Nobody so, needs AR-15s. Well, Nobody needs military weapons. What about when someone comes into your home and there's no police I around? think a shotgun would work pretty good. Even a handgun. That's the whole purpose of handguns, is it not? Self-defense? There should be fewer guns. Um, and most of the time when people actually experience home invasions, they almost never manage to do the good guy with a gun thing and save any lives. The most likely use of a gun in your home is for suicide. So then would, would you say that assault weapons particularly is what you're, you're looking for in terms of regulation? I want fewer of every possible kind of gun. I'm interested in every kind of regulation. I think we should do to them what has been done to people who try to exercise their reproductive rights and cover them with a blanket of annoying regulations that tamp down access to guns in, by whatever means passes any kind of constitutional muster. I'm not interested in, oh, you don't like this, and so we won't do it. I, you know, we're done I'm, talking. I'm just going to give you the one more uh, commonly stated argument. Mm-hmm. That w- wouldn't this only restrict law-abiding citizens from owning guns well, and then, not criminals? So, so does that mean we shouldn't have laws against murder or theft because criminals break those laws? Oh, yeah. It's dishonest. It's a silly, dodgy yeah. law. And also, actually, having these laws, even if it only limits some people or stops some people... Some stopping is enough, and we've been doing it all their way forever. We're done doing it their way. So They're Massachusetts has the best state-level laws. In if we if we took their laws and applied it across the whole country, 27,000 lives are projected to be saved per the front of the Boston Globe today. But don't you think parts of the country are very different from from Boston? I mean, that's fine. Yeah. But you know what? We get to try now, and we, and we are not going to be told to sit down and shut up by people who think owning guns is the most the most important right that they have, and that they get to put that above all other rights for all other people. We're done. Thank you. Any final thoughts or anything? Good. Thank that's you very much. Times are changing. Thank you. Yes, we're here to uh, protect children and innocent people everywhere from guns. Uh, guns are, uh, the gun lobby's taking over the country and we have to fight back. Do you think, your sign says the NRA is a terrorist organization. Yeah, I don't think all the members of the NRA are terrorists, but I think the organization is supporting, uh, because they're valuing guns and weapons, particularly weapons of war, over human life, that's what amounts to a terrorist. Well, so what would you consider a weapon of war? Well, these, you know, these practically, uh, they don't want to regulate guns at all. They want people to be able to carry, uh, you know, weapons that are designed for warfare, not for hunting. 
So I don't, I don't think, you know, probably most NRA members are just, they want the right to carry a gun, you know, for recreational purposes like hunting, which is fine. But uh, weapons that are, that are made for killing people, mass killing, machine gun type weapons, uh, high powered weapons, that's not for hunting. Well, that's machine, machine guns have been illegal for a very, very long time. Yes. And, uh, and assault rifles have been illegal for well, since 1935 and then again in 1986. Yeah, and the NRA does not support those regulations, right? They, they want you to remove all regulations. That's why I say they're terrorists. So what are you hoping the event will accomplish? Well, I think it'll raise some awareness that people, large numbers of people in this country don't want to just sit still while the gun lobby pushes its agenda. They want to fight back. They want to raise the, the issue. They want Congress and the government to think about this and take some action. So, Instead of just watching the headlines and saying, oh, well, you know, hopes and prayers, hopes and prayers, uh, that's very nice, but uh, that doesn't accomplish anything. You would say hunting rifles are okay. Yeah, I'm not against guns. Uh, there's nothing wrong with guns per se. People should, you know, but guns as uh, instruments of destruction of people, you know, I don't see a reason why we, we regulate everything else in life. You want to get in your car, you have to put on your seatbelt. You want to do this, you want to do that, you want to go to school, there's regulations on what you can wear. But they want guns to be totally untouched, unregulated, just take them, carry them anywhere, any type, anywhere. No good. Do you, do you think this is a rural or... Uh, Bernie Sanders said this is a rural versus urban issue. Yeah, there's some sociological aspects there. Yeah, uh, you know, urban people tend not to be hunters in the city, right? So, <laughs> but I, I, like I say, I think uh, they're, they're turning it into a human rights thing, the right to carry guns, you know, the Second Amendment. I don't think the idea here... I, I certainly wouldn't support any vision of that that says... Uh, I, on the one hand, I wouldn't say you got to take guns away from everybody. On the other hand, the gun lobby, for reasons of profit, is fully funded by the people who sell guns and make millions selling guns. They, that's the other extreme, where they're saying, don't touch our right to push onto the market millions of guns and push it and turn it into uh, an issue as if it's an us versus them. Anyone who wants to regulate guns, watch out, they're coming to take away your guns. No. It's regulation. It's common sense. It's safety for kids in schools, for God's sake. And who are you? Yes. Yeah. Me? Yes, yeah. yes. I'm a journalist. What's that? Journalist? Just a journalist for <laughs> which one? Uh, um, I don't work for anybody anymore. I just have a social media presence. So YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Oh, freelance. Okay. I'm trying not to be a dick. I'm trying not to single out anybody I think is, is obviously not going to know what's going on. And I just spoke with a woman who had a sign calling for a ban on assault rifles. Now what you guys need to know is that assault rifles are illegal. So an assault rifle is a, a weapon that is capable of selective fire, single burst or full auto. I am not a gun expert. I know very little about guns, but I did a Google search and I read about the basics to better understand what's going on. And I will say, I again, I know very, very little, but at least that much. Now assault weapons in the 90s referred to a detachable magazine and a pistol grip among a few other things. It included high-capacity magazines and was typically seen as stopping these rifles that were semi-automatic, which means you pull the trigger once, one bullet comes out, another bullet enters the chamber, and in 2004, this expired. So there are a lot of people now saying they want to reinstate the ban on assault weapons. But as far as I can see, 
the latest iteration of the assault weapons ban would basically include majority of guns, even a Glock 9mm, a very common handgun used by law enforcement that would fall under assault weapons. It would be a semi-automatic assault weapon and be illegal to possess. So, the woman I just spoke with wanted to ban assault rifles. Well, they're already banned. And she didn't want to go on camera because I'm nice to people and I don't, I'm not trying to make anybody look foolish or anything like that. So, I'm going to get a couple more interviews and then give you my final assessment. It looks like you're carrying a pro-gun sign, but I think it might be facetious. No, it's not. It's, no, it, it means if, uh, if, if concealed carry is good enough for schools, it should be good enough for the halls of Congress. And they don't—they don't allow guns in the halls of Congress. Or no, no. So would, would you? Are you? Would you really be in favor of having concealed carry in the halls of Congress? Sure, because if if, if that were to happen. Congress would do the right thing about gun control because Congress would not want to live with the risk of being shot. You know, Congress is saying concealed carry is great for everywhere else, but not not where we work. It's the hypocrisy. There's also a similar argument in that, uh, for instance, I'm from Chicago. The politicians there have weapons and bodyguards, but yeah. they're also trying to restrict the guns from the average person. So it's a similar argument. How would you feel about that? Well, this is kind of a similar argument. It's like Wayne LaPierre, if you ever see him roaming the halls of Congress, he has like four bodyguards with him, head of the NRA, you know. So well, then it would, make sure I, that he's protected. But I, but I would feel like then if they did regulate firearms for the regular, for average people, but they themselves were allowed to carry, that would kind of be... It's like the same argument, you see what I'm saying? Well, this is sort of facetious because it's never going to happen because <laughs> there's no way Congress is going to allow yeah, any yeah, guns yeah. into it them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same with unless the Supreme Court. Theirs, unless it's their guns. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Do you just want to tell me uh, what's going on? What are you doing here? Well, uh, this is a chance to speak out in favor of reasonable gun con control legislation. And, and that's what we want. What would, what would you define as reasonable gun control? That's a really interesting question. Uh, it certainly means universal background checks. It certainly means nobody needs an AR-15 except a soldier on the front fighting. So that's two things. It certainly means handguns are much, much too prevalent in the United States. Too many handguns. We need to limit them to the uh, no repeaters uh, and maybe only to sportsmen and the police. So we need a, a major change, but the Congress is gutless. Mr. Trump is in the pocket of the NRA along with the majority of it. There's some, some good ones. What do you mean by repeater? A that's a handgun that, that can hold a clip for about 20 shots. Okay, uh, yeah. okay it's, it's a Glock, I guess, or whatever. It's I'm not sure the name of it. It's saying people can't have multiple guns. Oh, that's that another would, possibility. That would be another possibility. You know, Massachusetts has a death rate of about five people per uh, 100,000 or something like that. Uh, they are the lowest state because they have state laws allowing the police to pull a gun away from a dangerous, uh, mentally disturbed person. We don't even have that in most states. The death rate in a state like Tennessee is three times Massachusetts, and I don't know the other states, but they're all available. So even state laws, like uh, dealer 100% check before they can sell, dealer licensing, and a few other things. I don't want to take you all this time. Just let uh, me uh, okay, Thank you very much. Oh, I got some more questions. Up. It's okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, I think one of the, the biggest challenges that there's a, and this is from Bernie Sanders who said this, it's a rural versus urban issue. Yes. That there there are reasons for certain weapons in areas that are far out in the middle of yes. nowhere. Do you think these laws should regulate 
a blanket oh. regulation across the board for everybody, or should it be specific? Okay, they can be... Somebody sub- needs an AR-15 to kill a deer or an home invader. I'll buy that. Nobody needs an AR-15 to kill a deer. But let's let's think about that one. Australia. Do they have any rural areas? Oh, yeah. Australia they have has... the rural area, the outback. Correct, the outback. Yeah. Australia <laughs> has good gun laws, and they have a death rate which is minute compared to ours. So you can write a national statute giving states the right to vary it in certain ways. The rural issue goes to the question of hunting. I don't know what else. I mean, target practice maybe. You could store your gun at a, at a gun show, uh, at a gun uh, store or a gun sporting club. There'd be plenty of ways to... Uh, but we need a national statute as a basis, and then the states can go higher. So I'll give you some of the more common responses sure. that... You know, restricting guns or regulating guns will only... Those regulations will only affect those who are willing to obey the law. And certainly there are criminals who don't care anyway. Well, that's true. Of the mer- I'm a lawyer, as you might have guessed. So that's true of any law. Everybody can try to violate it or not... Or, or, or actually violate it. We, we count on American citizens to have a sense of love of their country and obedience to the law. And if not, we'll arrest them and put them in jail. So if they should actually there should be a requirement that guns be turned in when they're not legally licensed. So will people obey that for a while? It'll be slow, but it's a lot better than the shooting gallery we uh, we have in this country now. It's a disgrace. Civilized countries like Britain, Australia, and others are far ahead of us on this issue. There's we are no much reason. bigger, though. Yes, we are bigger. So who do you, who do you work for? Uh, nobody. Why are you doing this? Uh, passion. What? Passion. Passion for what? Uh, conversation, dialectic, I guess. It goes on YouTube and other places. Well, yeah. it's no wonder the police have more problems and are shooting more than they should because they are facing an armed public. And a kid takes out a cell phone, they think it's a gun. If we didn't have so many guns, there wouldn't be so many mistakes. So you think, I guess... Uh, Blanket like regulation across the board might help reduce the amount of guns in general. Ultimately, yes. we take yeah. some time. Unfortunately, we'll do work right away. Okay, thank, thank nice you very much. Talking. I had a lot of people ask me about doing a live stream, but this is not something you live stream. This is just a big rally. A bunch of people are gathering. Mostly agree. Not going to be anything relevant for a live broadcast for the most part. So the most effective thing I could do get these videos, do some interviews, and show you what I think this is all about. And I want to say a few things. One, I certainly did not interview everybody here. That would be impossible. I did a handful of interviews. I didn't use all of them just because audio is really difficult. It's really, really loud. But what I can say is there were a decent amount of people who have a general good idea, and they think that they should enact certain laws in some places because it would be better than nothing. One of, the, one of the things I hear a lot from the pro-gun side is that this is a debate between gun owners who understand guns and people who don't. And I think that is, for the most part, the case. Many people that I spoke with didn't understand very basic things about gun regulation. For instance, what an assault weapon was. And the definition can vary. Certainly now, there's a bill in, uh, I believe there's a bill in Congress, which classifies even semi-automatic handguns as assault weapons. So when you hear a lot of people say something to me like, I don't want to take away everyone's guns, but we should ban assault weapons, for the most part, that would take away most guns from most people. And they would have to do some kind of buyback. 
It's very complicated. I don't think the issue is as black and white as you got some people who understand guns and some people who don't. Certainly there are a lot of people here who, who do get it. I would, I would say I was surprised to speak with the veteran who said that people shouldn't be walking around with assault rifles when they don't, when assault rifles are illegal. And I think you'll definitely hear a lot of uh, hyperbole. People saying things like military weapons or military-style rifles. And this is another part of the debate, the semantics involved. Certainly, the military has full auto. I would, I would I'm, again, I'm not an expert, but my, my assumption is that people who are in the military have selective fire, single burst and full auto, in which case people aren't walking around with these weapons. Assault rifles are actually banned in this country. So it's certainly interesting to see the fervor over the gun control debate. I don't know if anything... I don't see anything getting done with big events like this. I do see things changing, but I don't think that I've heard any cohesive solution. And certainly the mass, the entire group of those who want to push for these changes, will likely, in my opinion, bring about a change that doesn't directly address the problems. It might reduce them in some ways, but what I tend to find with most protest, with most political change, is that people don't think about what comes after. You pass the bill because it sounds like this will make the difference you need. This will make the difference you want right now. But what comes after that? Will the bills, will the laws they pass have a long-term effect a net positive? I don't know if that's the case, but I guess we'll see what happens. You know, I'm not necessarily for or against a lot of uh, gun control, per se. I think there's a lot of good arguments to be made for specific regulation. But I certainly think there are some people who are too extreme on the ownership and the uh, banning side, right? So there needs to be some kind of balance. I don't know if we're going to find it here, but thanks for hanging out and watching. You can follow me on Twitter at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. And I'll see you all tomorrow.